Hey everybody, welcome back to the Daily Halacha, Kabbalah, and Machshava podcast series. In this series, in this course, we constantly explore individual halachos. We move through, move through the Shulchan Aruch, the uh, compendium of Torah behaviors, Jewish law and practice, the ways that we express all the Torah principles, Kabbalah principles, the underlying principles of reality that the Torah maps out for us. Uh, so halacha is just the way that we actually live those, and that's really not something which is can't be stressed enough times because the uh, the tricky part about being spiritual people, people who are constantly looking for understanding in every area, science and personal relationships and, and, and career and all kinds of different fields, and it starts getting very tricky because our various perceptions, perspectives about reality, they get embedded in our minds. We don't even realize sometimes how we even think about the world and the perceptions we develop about how the world works. And then we develop all kinds of habituated practices that are also sometimes, uh, that are always a function of how we see the world and how we think the world works. And sometimes if there are lots of embedded distortions and the kinds of practices we develop and how we behave can become self-destructive and can become uh, increasingly distorted. And that's really very common. If you look at all the discussions about therapy nowadays, all the practices in the, in the psychology world are all about how people have to learn different patterns of behavior, cognitive therapies, and they're really about trying to uproot perceptions and perspectives about reality and the associated habits we develop as a result of those perspectives. So that's really what this is about. There's no, there is no um, wrong place. Or there is no less useful place um, to come into the Torah world. In other words, you can enter to the Torah map uh, world either through the practices, through the concepts, the principles, somewhere in between. Um, but there's no wrong way to enter just because uh, whether you're learning a halacha, which is simply a practice expressing true principles, or you're learning a, learning a true principle itself, either way you're going to be um, starting to chisel away at the accumulation of plaque, of, of distorted perspectives inside of your mind, all resulting from the tendency for us to habituate perceptions uh, implicitly without realizing that we're just picking up environmental influences, environmental cues, uh, and instead of learning about reality in a proactive way, trying to understand what reality actually is, which is what the Torah path is all about, instead we just absorb ideas about reality passively without realizing whether it's from uh, media around us or pe- people in our, in our lives who themselves absorbed it from other people. And that's really what media is, just other people's ideas that we're absorbing. So that's the idea here, is to try to um, break through those things and learn halacha that is going to give us access to true principles, learn true principles in the other courses on the platform that give us access to true practices uh, that will then make us increasingly um, activated, alive, uh, vital within ourselves. So in this episode, we are getting up to halacha chet in section nunhei. Siman nunhei is section 55. Halacha Chet is the eighth halacha in this section, and what we've been discussing here is people who are um, unable to join a group of ten for for the group tefillah alignment that we call davening with a minion, tefillah with a minion. So every day there's tefillah alignment practices that we have three times a day, and then we have we do we do them in groups of ten men or more. You can have more than ten men, and also once you have ten men. Women can join. We have an episode a few uh, episodes back about male and female and the differences between men and women, and why women don't join uh, a group like this. Um, at least why they why they're, why they're not part of the initial count of ten. Um, so. 
The previous halachos have basically been like examples of people who cannot be part of that initial group of ten, either because they're asleep or a child, for example, or various people in different situations. So that's going to continue in this halacha as well. And we're really going to be talking about people who have mental disabilities of some kind, uh, physical disabilities that interfere with their ability to operate in a in a group tefillah um, uh, situation. So the halacha here says, Cheresh hamedaber shomea. You have a person who is deaf, but he can speak. So you just can't hear, but he could speak. Or a person who can hear, but is unable to speak. These people are considered to be fully functional, fully mentally functional uh, individuals, um, which makes sense. We know that to be true. But a person who is um, unable to speak and unable to hear, so he's deaf and mute, so, uh, this person has a status of a person um, who is like a child, or a person who is like a uh, um, a person who has severe mental disabilities and is unable to uh, really understand where he is at any point. So, basically, we have three categories in in the Talmud that are about this type of issue, and that's they're all mentioned here: a cheresh, a shote, and a katan. So, a child a person who is mentally disabled uh, very severely, and a person who is uh, unable to really communicate with the outside world because they're deaf and mute. So in halacha, these three categories are considered to be people who are um, unable to participate in certain uh, areas of halacha, like the one we just are talking about now, the area of, of davening with the minion with the group. And the underlying concept here is, first of all, we have to always kind of debunk the usual issue, which is that people immediately get offended by some idea that we're making distinctions between different kinds of people and saying some people can do things, other people can't do things. That's a rule about life. Depending on the kinds of tools that you have in your toolkit, that will determine what kinds of things you can be involved in. If you are if you are very physically strong, you can be involved in certain things. If you're physically weak, you cannot be involved in the same things. It's just how life works. Um, it's not a question of fairness, because life is not fair on the level of our tools, on the level of our vessels. Um, on the level of our core self, on the level of our neshama, then we are all infinitely valuable, infinitely um, uh, irreplaceable, and infinitely equal, I guess you could if you want to use that word. I think the word equal doesn't really make any sense to use in the, in the comparison between two infinitely uh, endless selves, just like you cannot really compare two sunrises, or the experience of seeing two sunrises. But the idea is that people get often get, get caught up on these comparisons um, and think that if there's two people who are who have differences in the level of their tools, so then that means that now we're in some way denigrating them on the level of their selves. And that is not true. Um, we're always, we assume that all human beings, the way the Torah maps out human beings, that every human being is endlessly special, endlessly irreplaceable on the level of self. And now we have to figure out, okay, but what, what are the tools that that particular self is using to channel that self into the world? And those tools will determine what that person is capable of and how they can participate in the process of existence. 